And if you don't like what we tell you to believe in, we'll kill you. Oh, hey, Goy. Herschel here. Are you listening to a free fag episode of The Daily Shower? Do you need a small personal loan so you can afford a paywall subscription? I may be able to help you out. For the very low price of just $10 a month, you can listen to Mike finish his talking points without annoying promotional bits like this one. Log on to therightstuff.biz slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your white man's agency level. E-checks, money order by mail, or cryptocurrency. Support TRS's efforts in shutting down yids like me. Welcome to another day we should have taken off. Daily show up. The daily oh, show right. up. This May is day. the good stuff. The right stuff. It's May Day. Our, our lack of socialist solidarity is disturbing. Yeah. R- well. Rickert in the comments of uh, Prepping the well, Car. We're here for you he says, on your day that you don't get off. He says, Americans don't have, day one, don't have May 1 off. And I told him, shut the fuck up, commie. And then uh, Warren Alog in the thread says, it's un-American to have a day off. We aren't like Europeans in their socialism and white people. That's true. Having a day <laughs> off is very un-American. I mean, how are you going to pay? Yeah, no, it's, no, it's, how are you going to pay your I mean, exorbitant me- medical bills if you take a day off? The conservative, the conservative grind set is yeah. days off are for Euro commie white people scum. Yeah. Here in America, we're hardworking niggers that don't that never want to break. We love doing nothing but grinding away for Jews so their Wall Street portfolios can increase. And we do it for free because we believe in it. And that's why I vote for Ron DeSantis. It's hmm. supply and demand. Like, I'm going to supply labor, and they demand that I do it, like, all the time. 80 hours yeah. a week. And, uh, and so I'm, not an, I'm not one of these uppity I'm, – I'm a patriot. I'm not one of these uppity commies. I go in, and I sacrifice my time. I don't spend time with my family or friends. I have a miserable uh, – you know, I just I, – I just miserable 60-hour work week, and I'm proud of it. Because I'm an American, goddammit. I, no- I noticed that there were some Wyatt Copes about Ron DeSantis and that bill that got passed recently. Oh, God. Let's let's not, oh, let's, let's guy... open the show. I want to open the show talking about the protest. So Wait, we can talk I about know, that. I later. don't know anything about this. What's the, all right, I guess we'll talk about the protest. Tell me later. Let's, right let's, let's skip to that later. That'll be fun. I've got a bunch of – there's a lot of fun things well, to talk about. But I want to talk about Wyatt the Copes are like 50-50. Could be great content. Could just be like total just regerts all around. Or could just be just like <laughs> – like I've got, I've got some. Like, I don't know where this guy. I don't know where this. I don't know it. where this guy gets off being mentioned on anybody's content. This Wyatt person, he's just. The, he's these a, are copes. He's just a quitter. Like he was. Like right, he goes. So he goes from. What I said. He goes from thing. Not. He goes from thing to thing in his parents' basement, and like he doesn't believe. Like next week he'll. Dude. Dude, this is insulting to the people that went to the protest that Wyatt is getting bumping them. I'm I'm refusing to engage in it. I'm gonna we're gonna talk about the the protest. No, we're gonna do the protest. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do the protest. I'm gonna mute myself. And I, but I feel like you know people tuning in. We're talking about some obscure you know a log. Like let's let's just go forward here. She was more obscure than he actually is. Well, whatever. He's only non obscure on post. That's it. But like I don't. I'm not on there, so he's not in my life. Anyway, um, 
so we went down to, or, you know, I, I unfortunately couldn't go. I will be back on the street soon enough, though. I promise you that. And I was actually really angry that I couldn't go to this one. I wanted to go. But uh, Warren led the protest down in uh, Gastonia, North Carolina. And we had about 40 guys there. It was actually big. There was a few other events over the weekend, but ours was actually by far the biggest, biggest turnout. We had, uh, I believe, Tennessee, uh, Virginia, North Carolina, and Atlanta group showed up. If there's other groups I didn't mention, I apologize. Uh, I know for sure those groups did. Uh, people from other regions, uh, you can let me know if I've, if I've overlooked you. But I believe those are the main groups that showed up. And uh, it was really good. So we did about two hours of it on a live stream that you can still watch. It's on, it's on, I think it's still, the post is still up on TRS. It's on NJP and it's on our Odyssey channel. Um, and uh, of course it was about Kinsley white, you know, the little girl that was shot who, who took a bullet fragment in the face from the bullet that went through her dad's back while he was protecting her from this black Robert Singletary, who, according to the police, they did have some interaction with deputies there. Warren was telling me. And uh, he said, the deputies were trying to do like mind games. Like, He's not even in this jail. He's not here. You're in the wrong place. And I'd be like, well, you know, we're here now, though, so we're just going to go ahead and keep going. <laughs> you know, well, why is then, he somewhere else? It's almost like you didn't do your job. Right. Well, he was caught you in let, Florida. You let, him, you let him abscond to Florida. Yes. He got he, they, they were not they were not on top of it to the point where he got to Florida and their extradition proceedings are still underway, presumably, or something like that. But he is going to be. But it's also like, yeah, that's not really the point here. <laughs> like, but they were the cops, of course. The funny thing is, then uh, they were like, well, you know, uh, the law says, and Warren's like, well, we we researched the law, and what we're doing is is within the town uh, township statutes. And the cops like, well, we're going to check on that, and we'll be back. And of course, they never never came back. <laughs> what? They so you're, so you not not only do you let a violent nigger escape without justice, you also then try to clear out people who were protesting what happened under some bullshit, what right? What the yeah. fuck? But it but it was a, it was extremely low energy and low effort because all Warren did was like we researched the law and we we're allowed to do this, right? And they were like we're going to check and we'll be back, and of course they never came back. So there you go. <laughs> right. So yeah, I mean it's just. It was Black Lives Matter. They wouldn't have dared to get anywhere near it, too. It's it's terrible. Of course, it was it was literally a, a bifurcated uh, reaction. Like black people reacted negatively, and white people reacted positively in Gastonia. And even on the stream, there was a few times where some black in like some hoopty would would roll up, just like blasting like terror. I had to mute the stream because blacks would roll up just like blasting like their terrible music just to drown out the protests. And I'd be like, all right, let me just mute this until this until the light turns green. And this guy moves on. But, uh, all of the, um, all the cars going by were honking and something that didn't happen. It happened off camera or we kept it off camera because we didn't want it. We didn't know what the wishes of the family were, but some family members of the white family showed up. I think like the niece or something like that of his wife showed up. And, uh, apparently these women rolled up and they, they jumped out of their car and they started saying like justice for our cousin. So I guess that that little girl is their cousin. And apparently they had like a bit of an emotional scene where they came up and they were like hugging the guys and they were really grateful that we were out there. And, um, then oh, did, did the cops show up and, and break up the, the, the embraces between these people? They're like, Oh no, you can't be, you can't be. Publicly. I think they had, I think they had taken a hike long before there were some Antifa. There were some, anti- there was like one dude 
that show as far as I know, they didn't show up organized. Like one or two of them, like there would be some mentally ill Antifa yelling at them. They do. What would you do in that situation? Was he like just videoing? Well, they nobody cared about that. One dude did show up and like tried to argue, but he just gave up and and left. And it's like, yeah, that that never is going to go well for you. But um, so then this woman put Warren on a call with uh, James White or Jamie White, and so he talked to him for a few minutes. And, of course, he said that the news was um, that he was sort of, as always in America, he was sort of defensive on the racial issue, but he was also. Hey, it's your worst possible nightmare. It's the sound of Borzoi interrupting whatever wonderful talking point Mike is making right now, interrupting your own train of thought. And you're in this position listening to me right now. Well, because you're listening to the free version of this show. You're not even getting all the content. And now you have to listen to me. Is this what you want? Is it really? This is the you want to hear this? You want to hear me? That just can't possibly be what you want. So if you want to rectify that issue, go to the right stuff.biz/slash paywall. You can make one-time donations and get three months, six months, even a year. So why are you doing this to yourself? This has to be especially troubling because I'm not even gonna check the audio and how this sounds. So you could also be listening to just terrible audio right now. So why not just stop doing this to yourself and get behind the paywall at the right slash paywall. Quite clear that it was racial. He said specifically, I didn't want to make it a racial thing, but they made it a racial thing. And by they, really, who made it racial was Robert Singletary. The shooter made it racial. The, the news media is actually not making it racial, but they're well, they're making it racial by deleting his. That's how they make it racial statements. Right. Yeah. It's clearly racial when they are. Sensory, right? When you, when you, when you, look, when even, you look at Andrew Lester versus Singletary, yeah, the, right. they've made it racial. Right. Well, look at the diff- look at the difference in tone. Right, right. Yeah, it's absolutely racial. It's always racial. Everybody knows it's racial. And I don't want to make it racial. Like I get why somebody would say that because look at where you live, right? And so, um, but then he said to Warren that. Um, and uh, we're going to see if we can get uh, an interview with him for the Justice Report to lay all this out, like the actual full truth of what happened. He said Singletary not only didn't uh, didn't live in that house, he was sort of hanging around the black woman who was renting a room, but he'd only been in the neighborhood a few days, not like a month. The news media tried to make it as if he had it was his house that he just moved into a month ago. Why even bother with this lie? The fact is, this is a, this is a typical black man of that age. He doesn't have a permanent address. He drifts from baby mama to baby mama or from from girlfriend to girlfriend or from, you know, whatever they call their their temporary girlfriends in the black community. He drifts around to whichever one has a place where he can crash until ultimately they have a fight and, and then he goes to the next one or whatever. So he has got no permanent address. He was staying at that house and he, he showed up unwelcome in this neighborhood which is mainly you know white people of of that class working class white people and he showed up unwelcome in this neighborhood and within a few days he's shooting at their kids and he was yelling white motherfucker as he was as he was shooting he was yelling white motherfucker according to Jamie White so yeah there's no question at all what's going on and and white actually had it's the funny idea how, of it's, like, it's funny how much of white america desperately wants to not be racial Right, like everybody, every it's like white yeah, people. White, white sure. people. White people truly are capable of this, like of this non-racist, like pie in the sky deal. It's just that like everybody else isn't. Oh, 
You know, it's like it's so it's like but it's other races could actually meet the standard. It would be fine. At a certain point, you have to like accept reality and be like, you know what, this just isn't going to work, and I don't want to do it anymore, and I want to live here without being shot at, and that means you have to like uh, you have to pick a side, like the the anti. The non the post racial ex- experiment, in as much as you can take in good faith that that's what this is, is a failure. It's not happening. The the yeah. post racial experiment, it's a post white America. That that's what they really want, and that's what's playing out. There's well, no- one thing that uh, Jamie White mentioned was he thinks he wants to write a letter of protest to Dina King about the lack of any racial hate crimes or anything like that. And I think coming from you know, that's something we said, you know, I think Warren yeah, said that's definitely something you should do um, and something, you know, we should talk about because he he coming from the dad, coming from the victim himself, that could be pretty powerful saying, you know, I was a victim of a racial hate crime. Why are you not charging it? You know, I mean, because yeah. he, he, again, you know, if you're just saying, well, it's just his testimony. Well, first of all, I bet you there's other witnesses. We know there are. Sure that there one are. dude that was on the news, that other dude on the news, he could probably testify to that as well. He probably did. He probably said it, and the news people left it on the cutting room floor. I'm sure they did. That's how it, that's how it works. Yeah. So all of those people there could probably testify to the fact that Singletary was saying that. Um, and, you know, the testimony of one person is enough for an investigation into something like that. Like, we're not talking – it's not like the Holocaust here – or some made up crazy story, you know, but this, this is a totally credible thing. Oh. In fact, I've seen this behavior and there's probably more than one witness to this. And so clearly, uh, this is something that should be investigated. Like the FBI hate crimes unit should be on this. Dina King, Dina King should be on this, but no, the media should be all over it, but no, they're not. Instead, they're busy not finding an illegal immigrant that killed a family of five. They're busy not finding him. Hmm. Now, it was another family of illegal immigrants, but still, murder is murder. and uh, Chaos you know. is chaos. Violence is violence. Gunshots are gunshots. Yeah. Anybody could be around. It's not what you want well, to write. I, I looked up Gastonia NC real fast in the news tab to see if there was any reporting on this protest. Instead, what I found is uh, one killed in shooting an apartment complex in Gastonia. Yeah. And as usual, yes, NJP calls local media to try and get them to come out. And this is how we know that there is an apparatus of, of it it even sometimes like the local news and a story like that of the white family will like slip up and let a little truth through. Right. But in a case like ours, you know, we call the local media and you know, there's a Jew somewhere along the chain of command that is giving them the no, because why wouldn't you show up if you say, Hey, Hey, guess, hey, Gastonia Herald Gazette, or whatever the hell it is, right? Fuck. There's a group of 40 white supremacists protesting outside the courthouse right now. Why wouldn't the local reporter grab their iPhone and get an Uber over there to try and get the story? Why wouldn't they do that? But they don't. Like, our guys call the local newspapers, they call the local TV station and tell them this. And they get really what's funny is, is they seem to have some kind of standing orders or there's some kind of communication because they get really weird about it. Like they want to know the name of the group they want and they want to know what they're saying. And so typically what, what guys have before told them and I'm like, no, no, don't tell them. Just say it's white supremacists. Just say white because that's what they theoretically they right. want stories about this. Right. But they don't want white supremacists doing peaceful protests. 
they want white supremacists shooting up a Walmart or something, right? So, um, so yeah, they're very <laughs> much like on on alert that they are not supposed to. And I'm assuming that what happens is if they get some kind of training, the staff and the reporters get some kind of training about like not amplifying hate oh, wow. or something like that. So they they know to like ask questions and be very careful. So about this sort of thing. I did so, find yeah. an article talking about Singletary being extradited. I noticed that down here there is a detective and his phone number listed and he's asking for additional information. I don't know if that's been circulated yet or not. I think he needs some additional information. He does. Yes. Uh, now, I would suggest only people with legitimately additional information. Nobody should call and, and do anything other than absolutely provide objective information about the case. I mean, because that's what that's there for. You don't, you don't want to be trolling this guy and pranking him. Just call right. and give him objective information about the case. Things that we've learned, firsthand information. Or secondhand information. Specifically the racial dimension. Yeah, the racial dimension. itself. That's information about the case that is relevant. And the reason it's relevant is because there's U.S. statutes on the book that make it relevant. There are laws in North Carolina and nationally that make it relevant. They made those laws. If they think it's not relevant, well, why did you pass those laws then? So, yeah. Hmm. So overall, I think it was a good event. It was a great event. It was one of our better events. I'm really happy with everybody that went out. I'm very proud of all the guys. I'm proud of Warren, proud of all the groups. I can't wait to get back out there. I so wished I was there. Hmm. Particularly, there was a, there was a bit of a, of a... Oh, hi, guys. Here's another pre-recorded interruption. Not an actual interruption. I'm just here to remind you, we need you to go ahead and pick up a subscription at the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. You can use money orders. You can use crypto. You can use e-checks. You can even go to my Odyssey channel. Uncle Spend's other tone stream, and you can use your credit card on there to get around the Jews' uh, banishment of our banking services. That works. So you can do that until you can't. I don't know. But thanks. We'll be right back to the show now. Of a, of a kerfluffle with an anarchist that showed up trying to argue. I said, God damn it, the staircase wit. Staircase. <laughs> it wasn't on the live stream. They didn't get good video of it, which is, again, unfortunate. But, like, what yeah, was the, issue? the, the staircase wit was hot and heavy and started almost immediately. What is, what is the argument that you could even make? <clears throat> Well, the argument, from what I gathered, from what people were telling me, the argument was something along the lines of, like, uh, you guys, but don't you get that you look like Nazis? Don't you understand how it appears? And then trying to make trying to like make issue of some other stuff with black people that, like, no one cares about. Like, he was going on about the um, the blacks in uh, in that were kicked out of the, the, the Congress in Tennessee, but then let back in like two days later. Um, and I'm just like, I don't yeah, care. About you know that. what I say to that? You know my, my, answer my to dad that and my brother were fucking talking about that case, and I was like, really, really. You know, you know what my answer to that is? Boohoo. Minifrego. Yeah. I, I don't, don't care. care. I don't care. I'm not here for that. I'm here because a little girl was shot in the face. Why are you the one that's outraged? I mean, think about this: the audacity of somebody coming up to a protest because a little girl was shot in the face for her, because of her race, racial shooting. And, like, this guy, he's the one that's mad. Fuck off. Just get the fuck out of here. You know, hmm. just get out of here. Just tell the guy, okay, when a, when a nigger shoots you in the face, just let me know I won't show up. <laughs> <laughs> I won't show up for years. How about that's that? What I, that's basically what I told that kid in Akron. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I told him we would anyway. So if when when it happens, I guess we'll be bound to that. But maybe not. We don't, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. We can't be everywhere. We're protesting anyway. But <laughs> it doesn't matter. 
Yeah, it depends. We'll just have to wait. We, if, too bad, we, if I knew his name, I'd put out a Google alert. Right, you know what? He's sure to be a victim. You know what? Honestly, like if some if somebody if some faggot like that is shot by blacks and they don't want to do it, it's like it's still it's still our duty to it's to, not, it's to still do not it. for everybody. It's not up to you yeah. for everybody else that would be victim of this and isn't a fucking faggot. Like they would want to be stood up for, and everyone deserves to be stood up for. Like right. you know, white anti white violence is anti white violence. Anti white victims right. or like, uh, white victims are white victims, and it doesn't matter. Cowardly what, whites can't can't opt out. Of, of the fact that this is an issue that's bigger than them. This isn't just about you. Like, so, like, if, if a white person is victimized like this and the system is, like, systematically ignoring it or allowing it, then it's not just about you and your, like, personal lived-hearted objections, which we've had mixed results. Like, we've had different, different responses. Like, um, you know, Robert Paulson... Uh, who who now wants to very much be left alone now that the case is successfully concluded and we're respecting that, but he w- he was appreciative of our efforts on behalf of his daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Liming didn't really want to do it, but then later on he had second thoughts and he came out and he said it. So we commended him for that. But yeah, we've had different differing kinds of results. Uh, some people in Waukesha very much were happy that we were there but very standoffish and very nervous about the whole thing it's almost as if like there was some awareness in the town that bringing up the very uncomfortable issue of the fact that your town was a victim of a racial terror attack was was like almost worse than the attack itself and and these people had really gotten that message Boy, i wonder where that comes from i wonder what the i wonder what the motivations yeah. behind that kind of Sort of. I mean, it can only be seen as malicious, right? I mean, because yeah, like yeah, there, but there, but there were people that you know. The thing, the difference was in in Gastonia. I'll be honest with you. In Gastonia, the people there were like, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. In Waukesha, the people they're like, yeah, I agree, but you know. You know, so it's like who would find such who would find such a mentality useful? Who who would do such a malicious thing to a, a population yeah. to make them feel that level? Of, I don't know if it's Stockholm yeah. syndrome is the right word for it, but. The idea that you getting uppity about being victimized is an actual worse breach of the peace than than the attack itself. Yeah, well, that, I mean, like, think who, about like, who would make Dietrich. use of that? Uh, it's a member of the Republican Party for me to say that. Yeah, right. That would be, and it's like, well, wait, that would almost on. be too useful if I did that. That's not part of the plan. Yeah, it's like, wait, so you're a public representative or not? Like, what the fuck? What's your job? Oh, your job is to like grift. Okay, your job is to be. Your job is to make money, like getting legislation my passed job, for lobbyists. My job is to, my job is to my job is to like uh, oppose the environmental like uh, mm-hmm. climate change lobby yeah. in such yeah. a retarded mm-hmm. way that it that it turns into looking the other way and taking money when an environmental disaster happens yeah. in a white community. No, his job is just to take money from the local local and national businesses to get le- their legislation that they favor passed. That yeah. is what his job is as See, the Republican I- chair of Waukesha County. Sometimes I wonder if it'd be possible to shame these boomer Republicans, but honestly, nah. I just I think nah. they have a domination fetish. I think well, they, they sexually get off on being dominated. They can't. Well, are they actually. It depends on who. Like they don't. They don't. They don't feel shame opposing us. They only feel shame from their enemy. When the enemy tells them they're being bad guys, they're like, oh man, I don't want the bad guys to think I'm the bad guy. That's terrible. Well, the thing is, they give the permanent armor against the liberal. I actually don't think they. They get shamed by by liberals calling them racist, but the defense that they've given no, they feel no, they is, feel absolute shame by the idea they might be racist. They, they've internalized this stuff, and that like that becomes like the number one focus is is countering that accusation. I'm not racist. I well, just think blah 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 blah. See, blah. He, he, I agree with you partly, goes. but here's where I slightly disagree. 
I don't think the shame thing comes into it. I think what it is, is they've taken the bait and internalized the idea. Well, not really. I don't know how they, much they've internalized it in terms of believing it in their soul, but they've internalized the idea that politically the own is the other guy's racist. This is the most effective political attack. This is the most effective way to counter anything. And so rather than, uh, so, so their response, they don't, they don't feel ashamed when called racist. They feel indignant because the real racist is calling them a racist. And so the rhetoric that they're, they, they're given to throw back without really thinking about it, just own on the libs, is you're the real racist. And the reason is because you see that there's a difference between black people and white people. I don't even see that, right? And, um, of course, um, that, that then just makes it like so that when we come along and we're like, hey, there's actually an issue with race. And we're taking the white perspective that they they just won't because that's their programming is like, no, 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 those are. And, then, and so then what happens is the typical Nazi, typical Democrats, Nazi Democrats, you know, so the whole thing is retarded. It's not I don't even I think they're too retarded, actually, to feel shame or not. They're just like repeating a very stupid argument paradigm like they don't actually feel ashamed. Uh, when a liberal calls them racist, they're just like, oh, no, no, I'm going to now you've activated the, the, the talking point where I now say you're the racist, you're the Nazi, etc. So. Fucking stupid. That's what they're just dumb. But that's also like, frankly, I've increasingly come to realize that's a very online thing. Like, that's a very like boomer with a keyboard thing, right? Like a lot of people are yeah, not it's Twitter. like that. It's Twitter. It's Facebook. It's it's online political argumentation, which becomes completely abstract in some ways. So you don't you're just owning it. And then the real world isn't really even a reference point. Hmm. But in real life, uh, you know, we go down to Gastonia and like everybody, every white person driving by is honking and waving. And this guy walks up and he talks about his experience of getting shot by. This is pretty annoying, huh? All this can go away. You bought a paywall. Rightstuff.biz slash paywall. You can use crypto, e-checks, mail in a money order, or even use your credit card on Sven's Odyssey channel. The link will be below in the show notes. That's the right stuff dot biz slash paywall. A black person, you know, so it's like that's reality. OK, and, and I'm sure in Gastonia, there probably are some like boomers hold up in their in their <laughs> in their ranch style homes, like typing away at the keyboards, not paying any attention. But I'll tell you what. um, you know, this censorship crap is bullshit. And on Facebook, it's pretty hard, too. We were actually, you know, Alan was getting away with posting a lot of NJP on Facebook for a long time. And then the other day he posts into the Telegram group I'm in with him, like, just, like, ten screenshots of his notifications of, like, your post has been removed for violating our content policy on dangerous individuals and organizations. <laughs> so they changed the policy at some point, like, last week or a couple weeks ago. And he literally, his, 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 he said literally all of a sudden overnight, hundreds of messages, posts going back years, like they just were deleting him because he was talking about NJP. And, uh, but we were told also by people in the town that the fa the local Facebook was a buzz talking about us. Huh. So there's no way the media huh. didn't know. We called them. Yep. We always do. We call them. And then the locals saw it. Everybody, because it's on a busy street, Everybody, people saw it. And when people see it, they start talking. And then people start driving by to see it. That's another thing we, we have is yeah. that we'll, once we've been there about an hour, 
you start seeing the same cars. Again, people drive around again to wave again and honk again or just to take a look, to gawk, to take pictures, whatever they're going to do. Um, and then we know, and I said it on the stream. It was very funny. I said it on the stream talking to Strike. I was like, you know right now, like the Facebook for these, the Facebook uh, communities for this town are, are, like, are, are all talking about this. Because we always get that later on, that that is. And then, of course, Warren's like, oh, dude, I was told that the Facebook was – just everybody was talking about it. And there's nothing you can do about it, Van Morrison. And you (laughs) – Van Morrison would probably be low-key, like, agreeing. I'm just just thinking of why are you on Facebook. It's like, like, this is why we're on – this is why. Yeah. 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 Well, it's funny. How many times do you think that song was shared on Facebook? Probably millions. But, um, but yeah, so – and of course, the people on Facebook were probably saying stuff like, yeah, it's about time. Finally. Yeah, that's right. You know, so again, once people see it, once you see this kind of thing, another thing that breaks through that abstraction of the online argumentation is when somebody goes in and does something like this, when you can see human bodies in the real world doing this, physical people, human beings, not just bodies, but humans, people out there doing this on the street in the real world Mm -hmm. then you're like oh yeah so it's not it's literally not just like i look at this facebook i'm not crazy is another thing that yeah comes out it's also like what's obvious is obvious and everybody knows it yeah so yeah so the southerners i'll tell you what and i think it's it's both a regional thing it could be a little bit of an ulster scots thing um and it's uh, it's definitely you know possibly even maybe a little bit of a socioeconomic thing, but the you know we did, the Southerners do they are happy to be like hell yeah man like when they see what we're doing they they were willing to do that and I think you know a little bit of Ulster Scott goes a long way. <laughs> yeah, it's because they're 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 rural Southerners. And well, they're, they're generally they're, just they're defined, used to being like yeah, fuck you. Yeah, they're generally just defiant to the system, which is in this in this in this society a positive trait. Should be the fire in the police department. What a bunch of useless bastards! Oh, I'm sure the people. I'm sure the white. This thing, white people are starting to really hate cops too. That's what, actually to, a good development. Hate, see, this is the thing. It's like, can we just defund police departments in predominantly white rural areas? Because it's not like they do any fucking thing except sit there and run speed traps all day. That's what they do. Right. They want to sit there at the bottom of a hill and pull over. Peaceful white motorists, knowing that they're not going to get shot, and no one's going to start screaming about yeah, just revenueing, just revenueing. They're just revenueers. That's all they do. Yep. And you, and I mean, shit. Where oh I live. boy, you better believe you. You got that out of state license plate. Oh yeah, you're getting like, it. You, you got to be little, driving exactly the speed limit. You got this tiny little town that shouldn't even have a police department, and all they do is revenue. And meanwhile, within walking distance of the town, you've got uh, you've got meth dealing going on. It's like. How much more useless can you be? Well, I'll tell you what. Gastonia needs cops. You got a town that's like pretty re- racially split. You know, it's that pretty place, even split down there. Yeah, ju- judging by the violence, yes. But if you're out in the county, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What what good is a county police officer out there? Yeah, Gastonia basically is a suburb of Charlotte. It's right, like right, right on the outskirts of it, and yeah, it's got the demographics to boot. So yeah, and. uh I think I think I think Dina J. White needs to hear about this. Or Dina Dina J. King, so not White. Dina J. It would be funny if her name was White too. It, it's happened, but um, her name is Dina King. She needs to hear about this. And frankly, I think she needs to be made to answer for why she has not even said anything about this attack. 
And is not it, there's no evidence at all that her her office is even investigating this. She would be the one. She's the U.S. attorney for that part of North Carolina. She would be the one responsible to do it. Her office is in Charlotte. She would is be responsible, a, the one to make, a, to bring is, the federal charges. Is she a Soros Nazi? Uh. <laughs> yes, yes. This this fat black woman, this Stacey Abrams clone, they got in the in the in the U.S. attorney's office in Charlotte is is a is a is a Nazi. George Soros said, like, you know what? I'm funding Nazi DAs, so this fat black woman seems like the ideal candidate. I mean, come on now. Earlier that's, why, today, that's why it's ridiculous, right? Former, that's why conservatives the, are clowns. Former in the comments earlier today called me a Nazi, but he spelled it with an S. Okay. Thanks, Boomer. I mean, Are you, wow. win- are you winning, Grandpa? That's, educate yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, I saw the I saw the stupid, you know, there was some good reacts on Twitter. We actually got some guys out there pushing it on Twitter. And, you know, of course, now I'm sure that there's organized gay ops, right? I'm sure that there are organized gay ops. But the one of the reasons they do organize gay ops is dumb people pick up on them. So there was a bit of the whole like, hey, why are you guys wearing masks? Like, oh, I'm, I don't wear a mask anywhere. You know, if, if I'm going to protest for if something you believe in, why are you wearing a mask? I'm like. Uh, see, the thing is, you don't believe in anything. So it's very easy for you to sit there and say that because you'll find an excuse to not join anything. You'll find an excuse to not do anything no matter what. And in my case, in our case, a little girl shot in the face and you're saying someone's wearing a mask. Why did you create a country, Boomer, where people have to wear a mask in such a situation? Why were you so derelict mm. in your duty to your country that this is the situation you left? You should be embarrassed that 20-year-old white men have to wear a mask because a little girl was shot in the face and you're sitting at home on your fucking computer talking about how this guy's a fed Fuck off. <sighs> Pisses me the fuck off. That, and that whether is... it's disingenuous, whether there's some gay op going on, which there is, or whether those people are for real, fuck you. Well, we said the same thing when they were saying it for Patriot Front and doing it to us now, of course, because they don't have a real argument. They don't want to address the real issue. It's pure cowardice and for them to accuse our guys of cowardice oh 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 you don't like interruptions well this is a different kind of interruption this is a pre-recorded interruption to remind you that you wouldn't be hearing this interruption if you would actually pony up support our work here at trs and buy a subscription to the show it's only ten dollars a month uh unless you're using like e-checks then there's some extra fees because the e-checks fucking suck don't use those the point is we need your support you can't use credit cards anymore. It's kind of a pain in the balls, but we still need you to help us out. And if you're enjoying the content, uh, these silly commercials will go away. We won't bother you anymore if you just do. So go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall, uh, make an order. You can use Z-checks. You can mail in a money order. You can use a bunch of different cryptocurrencies, all which suck and are annoying, but we'll get it figured out. Or you can go to my Odyssey channel, Uncle Spend's Other Tone Stream, and you can... Uh, Give me a donation there and send me a screenshot of the transaction. We'll get you figured out. So, yeah. I guess any second now we'll go back to the show. I don't know when because I don't want these to be quick and predictable so that you can't just skip through them to make them go away. So this one's going to be a little extra long. But, yeah, you need a subscription. You need a subscription. These people who would never, they would not pluck a fucking hair for the freedom that they fucking talk about endlessly blowing out their ass. Shut the fuck up. 
Anyway. We, are li- we are living in their world. That's what they created. Yeah. It's like, you tell me why they have to wear a mask. What's your best guess? Well, it's because they're course, Democrats. If you, if you they're Democrats somebody, making us look bad. I well, see, if you, you see actually that challenge somebody, sometimes they'll give you the right answer. Like, so why are you making an issue of it? Also, Warren's not wearing a mask. I don't wear a mask. Guys that have jobs and families that need to protect them wear masks. The leadership does it because we are, we made the decision that we're not going to do that long ago. And we don't have choices. We, we decided that we wanted yeah. to be financially impoverished for the rest of our lives. Yeah, we, we decided we want to have a, <laughs> we decided every 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 interaction we were going to have with a major institution was going to be very fraught <laughs> for the rest of our lives. I decided whether I'm going to a bank whether I'm going to a business, you know, I had, I decided I wanted to make sure that like, no matter what I could be uh, like, anybody could have an excuse to like immediately exclude me from any necessary service that I might be seeking on the internet. Get to get to say that you're rich. That you're living the high life. <laughs> My favorite part. Oh yeah. I, I, yeah. This is definitely the, this is the career for someone who just wants to make money. Clearly. Yeah, you want to, you want to, especially you want to pick a job where you get occasionally hassled by federal agents. That's a good job to have. Oh yeah, definitely. Where that's always an option. That's on the table every day. You know, you want to know what's funny is the time I had like the Ralph Yarl incident in my house, where like the the high as fuck black person came to my door at like seven a.m. on a Sunday morning. I thought it was feds. One of the, <laughs> I was like, I was wary because I was like, it's feds. And I look out and it was like some broccoli top nigger. I'm like, all right, it's some high nigger. And I was like, yo, get you got the wrong house, bro. He's like, oh, every, oh, oh, sorry, sir. All right. I was like, the weed smoking nigger apartment is downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> or you see like an unrecognized phone number appear and you're like, oh boy, that's probably feds trying to get in touch with me again. Or like restricted. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Like, yeah. Who's, who the fuck is calling me from restricted number? No, thank you. No, thank you. Fed or Pajit. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so yeah, no, but it's, it's, it is, it is, it is frustrating and it's, it is all there to just create this cloud of psyops, not even to like make people actually think it, but just to create this cloud of confusion, doubt, and fear, just FUD surrounding everything we do and everything that's pro white, just so people are like, oh, well, my little comfy thing here is definitely more important than that. You know, like I'm just going to be I'm just going to do gaming, I'm just going to be online, you know, it's just share the edgy memes. Yeah. I'm going to talk about Joe this Biden. Is great. There was some uh leftist site that like tracks hate that like reported on this and they like blurred all the signs out. It's like you fucking faggot. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like what, what what it's literally like look at Why look isn't at, he chanting like, let's why isn't he chanting let's go Brandon if he was serious yeah. about this? You're serious about Kabali. Why are you chanting let's go Brandon and talking about Ron DeSantis? I don't see any sign there about the COVID vaccine. No, I don't either. That's, I mean the masks, so I mean obviously this is a mass protest. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, I one one one, one, uh, one of these gay op accounts on Twitter was like, "Who made those signs for them?" I'm like, bro, you recycled fucking shit. Made those signs. Do you or... think these are professionally made signs? You fucking faggot. These those guys painted those, those that morning. Diff- those look very difficult to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah making the signs. Anti-white violence. Anti-white violence. 
a good right. chant. I got to give him credit. It's great. Good. Got to be a lot of credit. The uh, one of the southern uh, pool party leaders came up with that. That one. Our buddy. You know who he is. I don't know if he wants me to say his name, but yeah. Anyway. But I was saying at one point, um, uh, speeches were given by Warren, by Carson, and then another guy. And I was like, who is that? I don't know who that is. It was this Kang Rex. So great job, Rex. Excellent speech. Loved it. I didn't know who you were because, you know, <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't recognize you. But, yeah, that was a really good speech. I liked it. It was great, actually. It was fantastic. It was really powerful. It was hitting all the points. So he's basically saying, like, look. You can't think of this as just somebody else's daughter, somebody else's little girl, because because she's white and it could be your daughter, too. Like, it's it's everyone's daughter, effectively. Right. Because you should you people do have to think like that. Like the, well, this the idea, like, well, that's that's other people like, you know, it, it shows you what's going to happen to you <clears throat> should such a scenario unfold. Right. Like, yeah. Dude, yes. Whoever the fact that you could predict. You can create a hypothetical in your mind where you would be a victim of a similar circumstance and you can predict with dead accuracy exactly the system response. That means there's a systemic issue. The fact that people respond in the same way across large regions and millions of people, you get a similar response from the government. In fact, you even get a similar response from boomer cowards. You get a similar response from Twitter gay operas. You get a similar response. This is a systemic issue. That means it will happen to you, too. It could happen to you, too. And should it, then the same, the results will be the same. The same reason the, the shit with black people doing their phone ambushes. Like every time you can predict something, and the racial stuff is, race is one of the easiest cognitive shortcuts to literally predict the future on certain political and media events of exactly the kinds of, rea- like the Coulter rule. That's a predictable rule for a reason. In fact, it's so predictable, this fucking beaner, this thrice-deported beaner, this beaner was deported three times from America. Last time was, get this, 2016. So, Donald Trump, <laughs> where were you? This beaner that killed this this family of five, like, Guatemalans or Hondurans or something in uh, in Texas who they don't have him. Maybe one of the reasons he slipped your grasp, FBI and media, is because the media wouldn't put his actual fucking mugshot out there. Maybe one of the reasons is Beaner Killer, he shot a family of five Guatemalans. Maybe one of the fucking reasons that he slipped is because the, the fucking national media didn't want to put his picture out there. They're putting it out there now. I didn't even see this shooting. Oh, you didn't see this? No. This was in Texas the morning. It was, in fact, the story that was breaking uh, the morning as we were prepping for the protest. This this was on my news feed. And um, as I was like prepping the live (laughs) stream and stuff. Wait a second. People in their rural town north of Houston are used to people firing their weapons to blow off steam. Yeah, I saw that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The other neighbors were like, yeah, the guns, the guns are going off all the time. They're constantly shooting. And so this one family had a bunch of kids. Now, what's funny, it's not funny, okay? None of it's funny. The The house that he shot up had like 10 people in it. So as soon as I saw that, I was like, okay, this is definitely. Oh, yeah, this is. Mm. This is, a, this is an illegal immigrant stuff. And, um, and yeah, they're all illegal immigrants. But. Uh, Wait, what? Mike was going to say what? Did we all miss that? Is that because this is the free fag edition? 
Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall for your subscription today. He uh, apparently he was drunk and they were like, yo, can you shut stop shooting? And he's like, nah, in fact, I'm going to shoot all of you. And then he ran away. So he, this drunk beaner in, in the massive surveillance state of the United States of America. OK, think about the budget of these agencies. You got drones, you got cameras everywhere. This this media saturated environment. Everyone's got a Listen phone. To this shit, man. This I beaner can't. slips the net. Hmm. He's probably in Nogales by now. Well, it says if uh, not further south. According to this source, according to DHS, some guy, this Bill Melungeon from Fox News, uh, he was deported five times between twenty uh, two thousand nine and twenty sixteen. Three, five. Wow. I've got okay. five here. I've got according to DHS, five times between two thousand nine and twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. That's an interesting cutoff year. Listen to this. This shit. only happened in 2016. <laughs> yeah, right. I told my wife, "Get inside." This man has loaded his weapon. Garcia said, "My wife told me to go inside because he won't fire at me. I'm a woman." The gunman <laughs> walked up to the home and began firing. Garcia's wife, Sonia Argentina Guzman, was at the front door, first to die. House held 15 people in all. Okay, so you know it's Guatemalans. Oh, wow, so the numbers keep going up. Because uh, yeah. I was told it was like 10 people. Also, you know, maybe it was 10 people survived because uh, they were, yeah. you know, one thing I'll say, one thing I'll yeah. say, you know, we talk about Jamie White shielding his daughter from the bullet. These Guatemalans were doing the same thing because they found go. the kids that survived underneath the bodies of adults. Solved the puzzle. I did that. So let's go, Brandon. I love this stuff. So, um, so yeah, I mean, there is that natural human instinct to shield your children. You know, uh, there's, go, there's yeah, one. Yeah, two, two women died while shielding a baby and a two-year-old. Mm-hmm. Jesus. What the fuck? Yeah, well, and, and, and the, 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 the most hand, outrageous I'm... thing is they were saying this dude was drunk when he was doing it. So literally a drunk beaner massacres a house full of people and he just slips away. They just the can't cop, get. They can't the, find the cops. Them. Were supposed to be on the way because they had called the police five times. They had already oh. called the police because of the shooting, right? But that also shows you, like, uh, one police wariness to interact in these type of neighborhoods because of what they'll get called if should they actually have to use force. Additionally, police shortages due to actual defunding. While defunding doesn't mean you know. Remember when Vouch? Oh, defund doesn't mean abolish. It's like, well, okay, but police have actually been if not significantly defunded, there's some place where they want to refund police, but um, they can't hire. Like I listened to this story um, this weekend that Baltimore city has 500 cop shortage. So there was like seven shootings and of course seven, it seems low actually in Baltimore on Saturday and police just couldn't respond to them. They didn't have enough units. They just couldn't respond because that's because they're working with 900 units, 900 cops. I don't know how many, how many squad cars that is. 900 cops for the whole city, all shifts. So how many, that's like what, you got two, 300 on shift at any one time? And you got seven shootings? You're not going to have enough cops. They were literally, they were playing the 911 calls on the news. They were like, yeah, we have three other high-priority calls. We don't have any units to send right isn't now. There supposed so to, that's shouldn't there how be, it is. Shouldn't there be less violence since they're not being policed as hard? I mean, isn't that what happens? Right, the blacks like, are the not being policed as hard. The, the, this, this, this unwanted interference in the communita you know, is not, is not happening. So what happened? Oh yeah. Yet again, this is a, this, this shooter is 38. He's almost my age. It's not like this was like a young buck. No, 
<laughs> also, deported five times. Last I, that, that that 2016 year just is sticking in my head because you know there's something very big related to this issue that happened in 2016. I mean, Donald yeah. Trump won the election. Now, I, I know, you know he wasn't you president. Know the problem was January 2017. I kind of want to go to some of these more violent and poor South American countries and just show them what happens when you come here. You're not going to get away from this kind of stuff. In fact, you well, this come is actually here, a Jew. This is a, this is a problem the Jews are going to start having. Is they're going to be like, I'm not going to America. And so they're going to start pouring into El Salvador because it's like this is safe. Like where's Naib Bukele? He would have taken care of this guy. <laughs> yeah, really. Right. He knows what to do. He knows how to. He wouldn't have slipped. Through, <laughs> this dude would not have slipped through his grasp. No, he would have him in that massive detention so, center they got down there. You came to escape the murders and violence, but you brought your people with you who were committing the murders and violence, so now it's just happening here. But also, you're coming into an area with a lot of black people. Also, and, like, legitimately, it is actually true. Yeah. The funny thing is, the, another libtard own on conservatives, which they can't respond to because it's racial, is actually Amer- native people in America commit more violent crimes than people in, like, Hon- than Hondurans and Guatemalans and illegal immigrants. Like, it's it actually is true that crime this is a this is a really bad case but generally speaking like illegal immigrants other than the crime of illegal immigration are not and maybe some petty crimes and things like that and drunk driving obviously a huge problem. oh my god yeah but in terms of like shooting places up that's not really the thing that's not really that well i mean th- these people are I think a, very, a lot of that though very I, distant second from niggers I, I don't think we have a good grasp of what's happening with like latino community cuz they still have something of community so they're able to hide a lot of things that are going on and obviously yeah their criminal organizations are far more organized than like they're, or actually organized and yeah, and but, I, i'll tell you that they aren't just like running around the street doing shootouts like mutual combat right, and right. Shit like but that. they, they like are what, i'll tell you what they are doing is targeted assassinations yes that happened i'm effective at it yeah no like again it's a different it's a different kind of a story but just like the the kind of crazy like community lunatic destroying violence at blacks through the beaners are not they're very 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 distant distant second in terms of yeah, just sure. random criminal violence to blacks everybody is everyone in the world is blacks are an outlier <laughs> they really are for the whole world especially but um blacks. but yeah i mean i'm not this is not a point in the favor of the beaners the problem is though what this does is it, it means that you have to make a race argument when it comes to immigration and uh, conservatives won't do that, and they get owned by libtards because they won't do that. Um, and and then if they do make, and sometimes they'll say like, oh, the culture, the language, and then they just get owned because they're like, well, what is white culture? And then they actually get tripped up on that. And the answer is like, fuck you. The answer is like, you are you attacking my culture is exactly proof of of what I'm doing here. Why I'm doing here is right because you're just. Uh, you you are putting my race and my culture under uh, sustained attack by saying it doesn't exist. Uh, and and no matter and no matter how you argue from this point on, you're just going to be proving that point. So now, like you, they, they literally can't argue back against it, and they get very flummoxed, not flummoxed, but flummoxed <laughs> when uh, when you do this. But uh, yeah, it's just another thing. So the crime argument. I mean, this is a, this is this case is very bad, but it's also just like you know, the worst of them. The John Buds and this guy, you know, the guy that raped Molly Tibbetts, and, and I don't even want to talk about what we learned about what he actually did to her. It's very, very upsetting and disturbing what actually was going on with when they found her body. I'm not going to discuss it, but um, 
so yeah, like these things do happen, and and there's just no, there seems to be just no mechanism for any of this. Like the, the like the, the racial, all of the law enforcement. If you're hearing my voice right now, something has gone terribly, terribly wrong. Unless this is just how you want to live, who am I to tell people to stop listening to free content that's constantly interrupted that has to deal with my voice and whatever audio quality this is going to come out in? Who am I to tell people that they should be getting behind the paywall at the right stuff dot biz slash paywall? Especially if they're not white, which I assume that's what, what you probably are if you're hearing my voice right now. This is that's just that's just my assumption. I could be wrong, but I mean, if you're not white legally, you do have to tell me that you're not white. This is I told Sven that I'd I'd record some commercials for him, and at first I thought I was gonna put some effort into it, but then I realized why don't I just ramble in the dumbest way possible and force you to listen to it? Because that's what you're doing right now. You are listening to this. What it, Mike was probably saying something very interesting, something very insightful, and now you're listening to me. Is this really what you want? Is this is this how you want to live? Do you want to be non-white? Because again, that's I just assume that's what you are. You could always fix that. You could rectify this problem by going to the right stuff biz slash paywall and getting yourself a subscription, and then you'll never have to hear me again, you know, unless I'm filling it or something. Stuff. They can't help but get involved in in the crazy rampant nigger crime. Although those police departments are short-staffed and the federal government never follows up and gives them any resources. But um, they can't help it because people are constantly calling the cops because just the niggers are shooting guns constantly all over the place, murdering each other and just committing chaos and carnage. And so the police are just naturally getting calls. They, they literally can't avoid it. Uh, and they do. If they catch somebody who's killed somebody, you know, the law still compels them to actually charge that person. <laughs> You know, like they like Robert Singletary, he didn't kill anybody, but they, they, they don't really want to go after that guy. But just, you know, they're still compelled by the actual law to do it. Um, And so, you know, this uh, it just this country is a fucking mess. But again, if, if you want to argue against immigration, you're going to have to do better than like crime, because, in fact, black people are significantly more criminal than beaners from South America. It's just true. So you need a better argument. The argument is raise. I mean, that's not if, if you've got a country that's got a violent crime problem, that doesn't form an argument for like bringing in people who are slight. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. But well, that's the other thing for the leftists, which is like. But it's funny because. Because for the leftists, a good that would actually be a good clapback. So you're saying because our country, well, what they say is actually like more immigrants would mean like less crime because Americans are so violent. So we're bringing in like less violent people. Now what? And again, they're just going with the dumb premise that the conservatives have put on the table and right, owning yeah. them on it. Why but, are you so violent? I mean, this is one of the things I, I occasionally will drop this in a, in a comment. Yeah, what, what, what is it about America that's so violent? Yeah, when I, when I see like any kind of mass shooting, a fun thing to get leftists on is like, okay, what is it about your country specifically that makes people want to go and just mass murder everyone around them? Like, forget yeah. about the fucking AR-15 for a second. What is it that is making people engage in that kind of pattern of behavior? Sounds like something is seriously wrong with the fabric of your country if this is the outcome. You should be able to have access to AR-15s and not have this problem. Well, there, there's people do. 
Because the reason is because there's a lot of white people, like white people don't really have the, the same problem with mass gun violence as blacks. Yeah. And like, well, and they, generally they speaking, like a, kind of a technological the person who, who legally purchases the AR-15 at the store almost never is actually the shooter. Right. It's like the, the the gun technology is so much deadlier and more dangerous now. I'm like, okay, but dude, did, you know what this Beaner had? He had a Remington 223. Yeah, he had, a, he had an AR. That's what it is. That was the gun. He, he used an AR of some sort. But the thing is, it's like, oh, is, so, that, is that an AR? Is it yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's that's literally AR platform. Well, what of, it is is like, if you take two 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 threes and you add them together, you get a you get like a five five six, right? No, you get a four four six. Actually, I swear I've noticed. Four four six, yeah. So yeah. Hmm, that's a lot of bullets, though. I'll tell that's you a that. lot of bullets, yeah. It's a hell of a lot of bullets. Four hundred forty six yeah. bullets. Yeah, that's gonna do. You're gonna do a lot with that. You get a lot of clips. We double fisting them like. But, the thing is, this is how retarded this premise is. Like, so why would deadlier firearm technology make people more violent? Explain in your mind how that works. <laughs> but also, wow, this gun's the, the other thing is, kill somebody with. But it. these are just rifles. They're just rifles. They're just they're just rifles. Like yeah. an AR-15. I guess. I mean, it's lighter, generally speaking. It's. I mean, I. I don't. I'm not very much. No, I wasn't going to kill anybody uh, today. But they've got these new hollow points, and I'm just. I'm dying to try. Most them. people don't even use hollow points though in shootings. It's very. You know, it's not. It's like. I'm pretty sure they're illegal in a lot of places too. I, you know, I don't know, but um. Like what? What is it like? The the deadly firearm technology. It just like warps your your mind. It poisons you. It makes you. Well, warped. what's funny is it's it's anything to not talk about the actual issue. Right. And they were starting to lead with this. I noticed the media was starting to lead with this in this shooting where they were literally the type of rifle was in the headlines. The type of rifle was in the headlines and it was in the headlines because they asked the sheriff and he told them the kind of gun. Right. And and so that then becomes a headline. And what's funny is, you know, in the, the information liberation, which is actually a really good site. It's that site seems to have gone from like kind of it's kind of followed a similar trajectory to us. Like it was a libertarian site and now it just does our politics all the time. <laughs> uh, he got that guy gets a lot of good stories. Um, he made the point. He's like every tweet about this is a picture of the sheriff. And the sheriff of that county is like some big white dude in, in a 10 gallon cowboy hat. And and he's walking around, you know, typical Texas sheriff. Right. He's playing the part. He's walking around the crime scene and stuff. Every fucking picture when this came out was that. And it's like, what is the what do you think you're trying to what are they trying to do? What association in their mind? Texas mass shooting with two, two, three rifle. Here's the guy, a picture of a cowboy in a 10 gallon hat. What's the reasoning? <laughs> for that? Now, that is subtle. It's very subtle. And they could they could claim, well, no, no, we're not doing that. Why don't you put the picture of the fucking shooter up there? Why didn't you put the picture? I'm telling you, I think the fact that this dude slipped this this law enforcement dragnet, whatever it was, in part is because they didn't put his fucking photograph well, out there. To be fair, man, they all do look the same. Like I look at <laughs> all, right, all right. I mean, okay. I mean, it's a brown guy. I mean, with it's a easy, mustache. but it works every time. <laughs> what do you need to, to see you, the picture maybe. for? They all look well, alike. Well, hold on a sec, though. <laughs> to you, but not to Beaners. Yeah, right, right, right. People recognize. Every, this is a thing they've also found. You see people in your own group more individualistically than you see outsiders. So to us, every beaner looks the same. Beaners can tell the difference. The tip would presumably come through a beaner. Presumably it would be a beaner community he would try and take shelter in. And if they knew that he had killed five people, maybe they'd probably call the police. You're, you're telling me i got to have a beaner bloodhound now just to find the beaner that did the shooting. 
How about I live in a country where that's not a problem? Well, obviously, that's the goal here. But what I'm saying is there's an immediate problem of catching this fucking guy. And whatever whatever else you want to say, not putting his picture out there can't possibly assist in that in that endeavor. Right. Like hiding his picture from the public cannot possibly uh, help uh, in their attempts. Like, oh, this guy, we, we refuse to identify or describe. We can't find him. Mm. Yeah. Help, please. Do you have information about a non-specific individual? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was reading the, the description out. They actually did say, now the police did say uh, a Mexican male, 5'8", black hair, dark eyes, work boots, and a t-shirt. I'm like, okay, so yeah, every beaner. All right, fine. No, no, no. <laughs> that's a little, that's a, he's a little bit tall for, for a Yeah, that's, that's actually true. He's a, bit, he's a bit tall. Five eight is you know yeah that's true so there is there is a salient piece of information you could use to differentiate him. I actually mentioned that Jamie and I had this exact conversation. She actually said, "Well, like every bean," and I was like, eh, "This is kind of tall. Five so eight. He's kind of." I was like, "Striker, BTFO, you know." <laughs> right. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's me. I, should, yeah, I shouldn't do that. So I wonder if he's but, a yeah. painter or a drywall guy. Then like you, get, you can get up in the corners. What, yeah, what type of industrial chemical that he works with does he huff on on the weekends? Like, is he sniffing glue, sniffing paint? What, uh, <laughs> yeah. sniffing insulation? You know, does anyone do that? I'm, wow, this insulation is great. It's loving it. I'm, but, I'm yeah. sure there's, I'm sure there's some newfangled kind that's, you know, like. Miracle. I know that. Oh, this is pretty annoying. You don't want to hear my voice. You want to hear uh, Mike finish his thought, huh? But uh, you can't because you don't have a subscription. You should go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. Bag it. It was Africans are like boiling diapers and drinking it, and you know they were loving that. That was a thing going on. But uh, yeah. It's good uh, stuff. Anyway, yes, that was actually happening. But um, Jankum, there's the people doing the Jankum bit. Yeah. You know, they're loving that stuff. So it's disgusting. I can't even imagine that. That is the most. I don't see how you wouldn't just immediately. Holster Scott. <laughs> I don't see how you wouldn't just immediately die. Nice. That's, that's, great. that's a good meme. I got a lot of responses. I got I got more. There's more from this guy. This, this but we don't you have to there? do more. But there's there's funny shit from him. Oh, I see this one video from him. We have to do. This dude is Larpy. I also subscribe to him on YouTube because his content. <laughs> The classic Hollywood Hulk, Hollywood Hogan, spray painting the NWO, and I. What? Don't worry, don't worry. He didn't go through with it. I'd say he's spray painting a W, and that's true. And like all fucking from all angles, it's like yeah, that's a W, all right. Get him, Hulk. I got since we since 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 it was brought up, dude. I got to show this video. Uh, let me mute this tab so YouTube doesn't start playing oh, on my computer when I click on the I'm video. Sure send it to me, and my tab is muted, so then it won't play, and I'll have a. Oh, we'll do the dance, we'll do the content dance. I have to try to unmute, uh, unmute uh, the fucking window. This is like this guy is like people say, you know, certain of these, certain of these old school, certain of these old school like 1.0 white nationalist groups, or even more recent white nationalist groups like NSM or TWP. You know, they oh, these guys are LARPing. You want to see LARPing? I've got LARPing for you. This is some ex-China stuff now. We're going to break up China, this is some, We got some ex-China stuff going on. 
Yes, I'm very honored to be here in the office of the exile government of the government of East Turkestan together with the Prime Minister. Welcome, Mr. Prime Minister. And I'm supporting and endorsing uh, the independence uh, for East Turkestan. And I would like to welcome you very much and also make a statement to condemn the genocide against the people of the Uyghurs in East Turkestan and also call for a better world order where there is independence of um, the new state of East Turkestan. Mr. Prime Minister, please, would you like so, to make a statement? Yep. So East Turkestan is Chinese territory? Is that where... Uh, yes, this is one of the his Uyghurs. breakaway countries okay. that he's going to build out of ex-China. And apparently there's like two guys in an office someplace. I see this, yeah. And I think this is in New York City or maybe it's in D.C. I don't know. But look, they've got East... <laughs> East Turkey, <laughs> East Turkey yes, uh, government you exile. You got this dude for um, coming uh, today to meet with us uh, for your solidarity and support for East Turkestan's independence. Um, as you know, the Chinese government is engaging in a massive, uh, brutal campaign of colonization and genocide in East Turkestan. And the only way to end this genocide and to end the Chinese colonization in East Turkestan is to support the restoration of a secular and independent East Turkestan Republic, a uh, pluralistic republic where all of, the, of its people's freedoms, human rights and liberties are guaranteed in accordance with uh, international law. And I hope that, you know, our friends in Europe and across the world uh, will, you know, uh, support East Turkestan and its efforts to restore its rightful independence. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Mr. Prime Minister. And also, I call the world community to stop endorsing uh, oh, this uh, policy this one. of money. Now he's jumped the shark. Stop China's 21st century Holocaust and occupied East Turkestan. No, no, East no, Turkestan. No, 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 no. Occupied East... No, 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 no. It's called China. Okay, there's no, there's no East Turkestan. Interventions, you have to all act against uh, the Holocaust and uh, against the genocide of the, against the people of East Turkestan and the, especially the Uyghurs there. And I call also for independence of East Turkestan and uh, for a breakup of the uh, Chinese um, communist state. Thanks a lot here from the office of the exile government in Washington, D.C. I endorse um, the independence of East Turkestan. So, Thank you, Gunther. Okay, so here's, I don't... Here's the funny thing. This Uyghur genocide thing, I don't see that very much in the media anymore. Yeah, that's a gay up. They've kind of they've kind of given up on it because nobody really cares. I, I, can't I mean, conservatives, conservatives do it more... Hey everybody, Jordan Peterson here. I wrote a book about 12 rules for how to live your life, and I have a 13th rule for you. Subscribe to TRS. Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your needs. More than liberals. Because remember, there is a bit of a, of a Finkel a split on which, which of the two countries, which of the two rising world powers you hate, like conservatives go China, libertarians go Russia. And of course, you know, there's reasons for that, but um, probably they could switch it, though. I mean, they would dearly love to get conservatives on board the anti-Russia thing, but it's a bit of a tough sell. You have to be a real shill to say, oh, yeah, this uh, this obviously like white majority conservative Orthodox Christian country. Let's uh, let's definitely as conservatives. We're going to definitely go after that. Um, this is a tough sell. But um, in any case, uh, let's use let's use something, though. Think about this for a second. So. East Turkestan, this is a joke, okay? This East Turkestan government in exile, it's fucking retarded. But given, even so, 
what is the Chinese government or any other government supposed to make of the fact that in Washington, D.C., these kind of groups are like just set up and they're and they're in an office there. Presumably that's funded somehow. I mean, I doubt that those two guys are funding it out of their own pockets. There's some gay op group. There's some Jewish democracy group funding this. So in Washington, D.C., there are groups like this that are talking about carving up your country. Mm-hmm. That are just like allowed to sit there and ex- how are you not supposed to see that as just like some fundamental aggression and threat against your? I mean, they do obviously these governments do see it that way, and even though that one's a joke, it doesn't change the fact that they they do they've done this. I mean, well, they've done revolutions. They've done. I mean, they did not, it in Ukraine. They've it's done not. It, you know? It's not a joke if the CIA starts a color revolution somewhere. Like I don't know if they right, can in right. China, but you know, it's not a joke when they decide to actually move. Like it's a joke right now because it's just like Gunther like pointing at the at yeah, their right, at their right. flag with and talking to these two like these two like zoomers. Fucking, <laughs> these like Chinese zoomers that I don't know. <laughs> these two like mystery meat Central Asian zoomers. Like yeah, they're not even Chinese. They're like. They're like right on. They're like they're half Chinese, half Turk. They're like they're like they're like that. They're like right in the middle there. But yeah, so yeah, there are some very strange racial uh, types that come out of the the direct middle of the Asian continent. It's it's like a cross between Europe and Asia and Turkey. It's like all three. It's like okay, this is a strange mongrel. Yeah, that's one of those. Race, areas, but uh, uh, yeah, I, I know virtually nothing about it, and I don't want to get roasted in the comments or getting stuff well, wrong. But there's, it doesn't really matter. I mean, who cares? Like, it's China, okay? Chi- the Chinese government has decided to to be sovereign over that territory, and I really see no reason why I should ever care about that. Like, that is legitimately something I couldn't couldn't imagine caring about. And, uh, yeah, even if they're mistreating Uyghurs, like, sure, I'm sure maybe Uyghurs are having a rough time of it. Again, it's really not my problem. We have our own issues here. And But just the fact that this is this is what our country does, and this isn't the only one, and in fact, sometimes these these little groups in offices that seem like LARPy bullshit suddenly, wow, now you have a, a massive now these people have been pumping money into an NGO sector in your country. They brainwashed a bunch of kids with LGBT shit. They got they've gotten like media crap in there and now you got some street movement and then it's backed up by like, you know, all kinds of black ops and gay ops and shit to change your government. I mean, that's how they do it. China's probably too big and powerful for it to ever happen for sure. Well, countries like Ukraine, yeah, no, they fall victim to this shit all the time. And uh, only now, you know, Vladimir Putin and the Chinese actually set up like a working group to like counter color revolutions. And they, in fact, even even smaller countries that find themselves having this issue. Um, will they, they say, like, you can come to us. And of course, the U.S. says that this is the subversive thing. So like <laughs> Russia and China are like, oh, yeah, we know about how the CIA does this shit. So if your country, if your government's being threatened like this, you can come to us and we'll help you out, like encountering and suppressing this shit. And America's like, they are destroying freedom. It's like, dude, you're setting up like fake and gay bullshit revolutionary governments so you can take over. And look, Gunther, the thing about Gunther, it's funny. He just lays it on the table. He says it straight. Here's, an, here's there was another one you should, we should watch. Just one more piece of Gunther content, just to make it. See, he's he's ridiculous, but he's ridiculous because he's he's like he's saying it's not like he's saying the quiet part out loud, but he's just saying exactly in no uncertain terms and with complete moral confidence what the real agenda is. So here's another one. This one's a little bit longer, but. It's just more Gunther A logging. Well, he's, ta- like, he's I mean, he's constantly talking about the destruction of a sovereign state. Like yes. on a certain, on and a he's certain, also on a talking s- about the real agenda. 
on, and this but, one he lays out the actual truth on a certain level 100 on, on real agenda on a certain level like it's hypocrisy bingo like you're 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 doing the thing that you claim to be railing against Russia doing, that Russia is invading a sovereign state in, in Ukraine. And this right. is like an outrage. It's but it's just, not just that. He lays out the full ideological package of what NATO wants to do and what the Jewish world order wants to do to all these countries in this in this one. It's literally on display straight up. So, yes, he's, he's joking. He's he the, is a joke, but he is not lying about the agenda. That's yeah. my point. He's putting it out there. And it he, was the, amazing to be in New York. I really he has no it. shame. That's right. what's funny about it. He has no shame about this obviously evil world agenda. So, yeah. Fantastic. And here in the center of New York, I can just say thank you very much for this hospitality. For both in Washington, Philadelphia and New York, it was excellent. The Free Nations Forum of the Nations of uh, ex-Russia is successfully concluded. It was wonderful to be here. Of course, you know. Oh, hi. Here's another interruption that's pre-recorded. Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall and pay for a subscription. We need your support. We need your help. We can't do this for free because we're Jews. The freedom of the Russians is not my only topic here. I am always calling for NATO enlargement of Ukraine, and I found powerful partners here. I have also <laughs> the clear message for uh, Ukraine to be in the European Union, to adopt the euro, for Ireland to join NATO, for Austria to join NATO. For Kosovo to join NATO, for Ukraine to recognize Kosovo, for Kosovo to be in the UN, for Russia to be out of the UN and not of the Security Council, for India to be in the Security Council, to reorganize the UN into eight regions. I've made the case already. And then also for... So you want to turn the UN into... A circle, like you want it to be like a one-sided unipolar, like anybody who's not. Yeah, no, yeah, he's absolutely all about unipolarity. Yeah, he even says it. That's that's like I mean, on some level, this is like map autism, but on another, it's like yeah, it's just straight up. I mean, I'm sure that the Jews in charge would have quibbles here and there around the edges of what he wants to do, and he probably takes things like the OECD and the COE, like he takes them more seriously than anybody really should take them. Mm. But whatever, he's he's a bureau. He is like a German bureaucrat in his in his soul, but he's just been put onto this evil agenda. Yeah. Better economic governance of the world, more countries with the dollar, with the euro, and of course currency stability. More countries in the OECD, especially Brazil and India, and more free trade agreements within the US and the world and uh, free world and of course between the EU and the US and the EU and uh, the US first of all, but also with many other countries where we have been a bit slow <laughs> with the recognition of Kosovo with the free trade agreements with the enlargement of OECD with the enlargement of NATO we should have not a NATO of 31 countries but of 44 and that is the security of Europe and I want to thank America for the reconstruction that they have done for Europe for keeping us free from the Soviets for defending us and liberating what? us from the Nazis and of course uh, then liberating Bosnia Kosovo and now Ukraine. This is all extremely important, and I'm internally grateful. We liberating Ukraine. Europe. Ukraine is being like liberated by hundreds of cruise missiles <laughs> last night. It's being liberated <laughs> from existence. Yeah. But yeah, but he's going to really lay out the thing that's going to really get people now. He's okay. going to go into the thing. He's really going to piss everybody off. Yeah. For the reconstruction and integration of Ukraine, but obviously also America sent the F-16s now, and let's make sure that Whoa. Russia is driven out of Ukraine and then peacefully dissolved into new and better and freer states, which will be market economies, European democracies, 
not all of them can join NATO and EU. Some will, some might, let's say. Some will, I'm sure. <laughs> But uh, some have to join then this new association which I've proposed of the Association of Northwestern States. And it will be also very good. I have to say some things in uh, America have changed in, in uh, significantly. Some things not so much. <laughs> I think America could also learn from the European Union to be a bit better regulated. We couldn't learn from America to be a bit uh, more competitive. And so we should both unite, but we should not have the chicken uh, chloride to divide, uh, divide us. And both of us, we need more to be more open to migration because I see <laughs> we need more people in America and in Europe. And well, we there are people in the world who want to come. So let's welcome them. What do we need new people for? Let's be open yeah. in trade, open to people, open for the free world. And let's punish uh, the people who are against us and who are hurting <laughs> us and who are genocidal killers like Putin. And let's dismantle these nations. Yeah. So I think I have a consistent world through of clarity. And yes, I will okay. promote it. It's fairly consistent and it's pretty clear. What? One thing I'll say, and 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 th th this is probably because he's German, right? He's Austrian. You know what he he's is? Not a German. He's he's that like he he's, is hold this, up. He's he like does. he's like good optics. Um, he's like good optics. Doctor Evil. It's like I'm going to take right. over the world, <laughs> but he doesn't do the pinky but thing, the, and he's like all calm about. It. He's not funny, and he doesn't yeah. wear the funny suit, and he doesn't have the cat. But it's like it's the same kind of shit. Like we're just gonna we're going to take over the world. Yes, and what's what's sort of funny is that it is sort dollars. of like <laughs> there is sort of this like german autism and and demand for like consistency at play that he, he really doesn't like the ambiguity he doesn't like that there's some funny weird things in eastern europe whatever but it's sort of like okay that's that's just sort of a german quality just a type and but he is on it's not that it's not because he's german that it's this is the agenda right. he's pushing he's just very bringing that german type to it but it's it's like the thing is that he's What he's pushing is 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 a Jewish world order. He just wants it to be very organized with like no loose ends. It's like, bro, you're literally talking about a world government that's like splitting all these countries up, making them powerless, like free trade zones for Jewish exploitation, and uh, and of course, you know, cheap labor with migrant. It's it's a fucking evil agenda, and nobody and it's it's it will ultimately erase every single race and culture on the planet. That's what it does, and that's the agenda. <clears throat> um, and I love it how he says like, yeah, things have significantly changed in America since I was last here. And I'm like, it's probably not if if you go to like New York and DC, it's probably not even racial. What's changed? It's probably what's changed. Is there's now just like hallucinating lunatics in baby diapers running around in the streets, like unchecked. And, uh, and, you know, like faggots and trannies just like making out on every corner and the smell of weed literally pervading the entire yeah. uh, island of Manhattan, you know, like that kind of shit probably makes you. But it's like, but that's the result of your agenda, Gunter. So, yeah, it's it's funny. Uh, and of course, all the conservatives and people are like calling this guy a Nazi. I'm like, no, he's literally he this ideology that he has developed, that he is promoting is the most is is actually the most consistently and thorough anti-Nazi go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall for your subscription today the ideology imaginable like this is a thorough and complete reaction the purpose of Gunther's ideology the purpose of what he's proposing is to make something like national socialism impossible to ever happen again mm. that is the driving force behind what he is talking about breaking larger states up 
into smaller little enclaves, making them free trade zones, making them part of larger governing bodies that are undemocratic, that can be run by Jewish, uh, Jewish and the uh, goy bureaucrats as like free trade, free migration zones. It will make any kind of, of, of racial nationalist movement totally impossible. Right. That's the goal. Right. And so he's he's bringing his German autism to the goal of anti-Nazism, not Nazism. Right. The thing that gives it the, the reason that people always not you always oh, a German man with a funny German accent being very hyper autistic and specific. So you've been culturally trained to see a Nazi when you see that. But no, this guy is probably the biggest anti-Nazi you can imagine. So, mm. yeah. And he says it. And don't don't take my word for it. Take his. He literally says this this thing he said thank you america for liberating us right from the nazis and the communists and, and any ideology of that's other than he literally says we have to punish those that are against us like he literally said, that's pretty sick nazis would be like hey these uh <clears throat> these neoliberal types of question i was like all right so everywhere that you export your free market bullshit ideology you know, with extensive urbanization and then eventually the birth rates crater. So how are we going to continue to have immigration if you export this all over the world? Eventually, you're yeah, going to crash populations. Yeah, it's literally, you're going to everywhere. destroy the, yeah, yeah. And it's not going to be sustainable. Oh, no, you're not going to destroy the human race, but you will create. You're going to create a collapse. You'll create a social <laughs> collapse, right? Yeah. And then eventually people will have to pick up the pieces. Like, people will always live. But yeah, And when they so. rebuild it, they're not going to rebuild it into the thing that destroyed it. Well, one would hope built right? something different. One would hope. I mean, that's the idea. That's the that's the thrust of this whole thing. But yeah. So yeah, I yeah. Mean, no, it's just he's basically like, yeah, it's like yeah, America needs more people. It's like what what is, what about I'm here I'm seriously curious. Like, what about standing on the street in Manhattan? I see the Empire State Building is in the background there, mm-hmm. so he's somewhere in Midtown. What about standing on the street in Midtown Manhattan makes you feel like America doesn't have enough people? <laughs> yeah. Now maybe now I've been told the city is is definitely emptier than it used to be pre-COVID. That could be true, but still, it's like, bro, like maybe you're hoping there'd be more normal people and fewer, you know, lunatics and baby diapers running around. Like, I don't know. I mean, it just seems to me that if you're going to start exporting this kind of stuff all around the planet and talk about how great it is, maybe you should fix it first because the model that you're operating off of is not good. People are not. Well, well yeah, but but you system. don't get it, Alex. It's not good because of the various problems with it. it's because it's not it's not totally th- it, it hasn't taken over the whole world yet. Like the fact <laughs> that look, <laughs> Ukraine not recognizing Kosovo, we don't know what the, what the world would look like after that would were to happen. It's funny how mad he is about that. Like that's a sticking point. <laughs> yeah. That's a severe. Like he's really he's hung up on he's, that no, one. No, because it's because it's a thing that <laughs> it's hasn't like, been taken care of. You know what I mean? It's like. Yeah, yeah. No, anyway. what's funny is once he gives you the laundry list, it's like it starts to you realize how totalitarian yeah. it really is. And it's like even the Jews are like, bro, we're we're willing to tolerate some of these ambiguities. Chill out. Like, <laughs> it's nice to be idealistic, but we have a workable. <laughs> anyway, well, they actually don't have a workable system, but they no, they I mean, and they are pushing of. for these kinds of things. Yeah. But again, the other thing he gets really mad when like in, what, countries he considers integrated, like Western European countries, like France and Spain. Like counter the the like like Macron going to China and then like saying we're not going to join in with any crap with against China like with France doesn't want any part of that. Yeah, Spain 
still holding out, refusing to vote to recognize Kosovo Kosovo as a real country. Therefore, it can't join EU, etc. There are there are like core EU member states that don't recognize Kosovo. What is he going to? And they are doing it as like a fuck you to America. What is his like? Because it's what what is his next video going to? Or his, what's the video going to look like when he has to accept like the outcome with Russia and Ukraine? He doesn't like. Because like the the, the bombardment well, just the, kill himself. The, I don't know, the bombardment that they started over the weekend that I was reading about, I was just like, "Well, oh boy, shit's like." Yeah, well, pre- presumably, yeah, well, they got they were mad because the Ukrainians hit their fuel depot in Crimea with a right, drone and caused a, drone. a massive explosion. It was it was a hit? I'm not gonna lie, like. Yeah. But my thing is, like, the Ukrainians, I'm like, you realize the Russians do this literally every day or like every every yeah. twice, two three times a month, and it's like. Yeah, look, the other side, they, they got a, a shot in. I mean, you never win a war, like, you know, 100 to 0. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was, a, it was a solid hit on the Russians, but look what look what happens now, right? It's like they're mad. And I, I believe that these are, I don't know, they could have been planned already, but they seems to be like they are, they're, they got, they were retaliating. They're like, if you fuck with us like that, like, we're going to hit you hard. And so, yeah, they had two massive strikes in the last three days where they, and you know, the Russians weren't doing this at first and people were like, why are they holding back? Like they have all this crazy air power and the, the massive amounts of these conventional, well, they didn't, like medium. Nobody, nobody, they, 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 nobody they didn't want to do that. No, it was like, nobody really estimated. Everybody sort of underestimated, I guess, like how much, like they how, how, like how far, how like how, was to fight. Yes. well, how far like NATO was oh. willing to go, how much they were willing to tolerate destruction of the country. Like, this is pretty annoying, huh? All this can go away. You bought a paywall. Rightstuff.biz slash paywall. Yeah, I don't think they really wanted to destroy like the whole country. Like, yeah, they, they also underestimated the Ukrainians, frankly. They underestimated their military. They underestimated their dedication to fighting. That's just objectively true. There's no question about it. Is it the Ukrainian willing, willingness to fight or the... The, the dedication by NATO and America to fund it, to, like, keep sending aid it was, to, it was to both, keep fighting. Like, that's the, what the Ukrainian... The, 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 and, frankly, it, it was the, the Nazi-presenting segments of the Ukrainian military that put mm-hmm. up the stiffest fight. Right. And that is actually the lesson here, and that's what made it such a tragedy, is these guys, they gave them an ideological mm-hmm. reason to do it. Now, I don't agree with that ideological reason. Right. It's a massive mistake. Yeah. But because of it, they got guys that were willing to go in there and like fight off the Russians. And they did. And, and they were successful for a long period of time. It's actually impressive. But the problem is they don't they didn't have the resources to keep it up. And yeah, the Russians underestimated it. They didn't send in enough troops. And then they let their ranks go very thin over the summer. And the Ukrainians hit them and they gave them a big bloody nose. And now they've learned. And now there's like they're just dumping troops into the country and they're mm-hmm. like, this isn't going to happen again. And so this counteroffensive they're they're planning, they'll probably do something. I don't know how successful it's going to be. I doubt it's going to be as successful as what they did in the fall. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be the last hurrah. That's going to be it. And so, yeah, no, the Ukrainian military was underestimated. Send the F-16s uh, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, like, there's no question about it. And, and also Russia thought that they could show... I think what they thought was we can show them we're dead serious. Right. Like we're not fucking around anymore and they'll get scared and they'll, cause that's what happened in Chechnya and that's what happened in Georgia. Mm. In Georgia, they went in and, and they, they, they were in there for four days and the Georgian government that was doing the same kind of shenanigans, they, they folded up. They're like, all right, all right, cried uncle and, and, and folded. Right. 
Mm-hmm. And that's because, but NATO took that, America and the Jews took that, and like, oh shit, can't let that happen again. And they've confessed that all the peace negotiations that they were doing from 2015 to 2022, all the negotiations, the Minsk Accords, the Steinmeier Plan, all of these things that were coming out was stalling tactics while they were dumping weapons and preparing fortified positions in Ukraine for something like this. So they actually had been setting up for this and they were just lying the whole time they were negotiating. And even the first negotiations they had in March in Turkey were a lie. And the Russians in, in their, in a good faith gesture after those negotiations pulled their troops back from Kiev and Zelensky was like, Oh yeah, just kidding. Fuck you. And so at that point it was like, all right, whatever. And now, okay, you got a drone attack on Crimea. All right, well, here, like, literally three cities are under, like, Mm. fucking missile fire right now. All right. I could have stopped it if they just listened to me. Just don't do this shit. Just Mm. don't do this shit. Yeah. Let's, uh... Just let let uh, Ukraine be a regional partner of Russia. Who the fuck cares? Why do I care? Why does any American give any fucks? They, in fact, is they don't. They don't. Nobody does. And J.D. Vance uh, begrudgingly gave a, actually one of the only good foreign policy speeches because even the neocon uh, writers that oppose this Ukraine shit, they then immediately pivot to China. J.D. Vance didn't do that in a speech he gave to the Senate, which, of course, nobody was listening because they, they're only always giving a speech to an empty room. But, yeah, it was actually yeah. not bad, and that's why I hate him even more. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's yeah. go to a break. We got the Merchant Minute. Another Merchant Minute that Markel oh, sent yeah. me Friday afternoon. Like, as we were playing another Merchant Minute, so I don't know what's going on. So uh, we'll we'll go do that. Well, we'll do that when we get back. You are listening to the Daily Show as racist and sexist as they can be. We're gonna offend you, 